0: Marvin Keller Trucking is currently looking for drivers to expand their fleet. We have solo, team, lease purchase, owner operators, and even part time local positions available. Their solo drivers get up to 54 cents a mile. Teams get up to 58 cents a mile. Late model Cascadias and Mac Anthems available. Your health benefits start on day one. That's nice no-touch freight, and 60% drop and hook. Nice. Want something different? Join the elite fleet. Four days on and four days off, hourly pay of $20 to $25 an hour. Want to start your own business? Check out the Lease Purchase Program. With payments as low as $345, you can pay the truck off and start hiring your own drivers. Want more details? Call 888-418-418. 5161, extension 280. Marvin Keller Trucking. Hey, drivers. Have you thought about becoming your own company? Have you thought you'd like to get your own authority and DOT number, but you just don't know how to go about doing it? Well, call JJ Keller and Associates. They can help you get the proper registration and credentials that you need to operate legally they protect drivers from penalties and out-of-service orders as a result of not having the proper authority they save drivers time by filing their paperwork and ensuring everything is correct drivers they also help you with unified carrier registration usdot and mc numbers mcs 150 updates year-round authority monitoring and plenty more drivers if you're looking to become your own company and you want your own authority number and dot number today call jj keller and associates at 888-601-2017 that's 888-601-2017 and tell them talk cdl sent you thank you Hey drivers, are you looking for a new job or are you looking just to become a new lease driver? Well, NCI offers new Kenworth T680 double bunk condos with APU and refrigerator, all standard in all of their equipment. Come aboard and become a lease operator or you can become a company driver. NCI offers regional positions, over the road positions, team positions, and also NCI will take on a few students if you've graduated from a trucking school. Pick up the phone, check out NCI, and see if they have what you're looking for at 888-311-7076. That's 888-311-7076. Time. Time. As a trucker, we, in a sense, become time travelers. In a sense... We go through life from mile to mile, from town to town, state to state, shipper, receiver. Minutes become hours. Hours become days. And days become, of course, weeks. The longer we are, out there on the road we we reflect back if you think about it it's really what we do it's what we have the one thing that we take away with this career this life and not taking away from people that are not truckers because we all have a sense of time travel what i mean by Time travel each day week, year we can go back in our minds to what we take with us the memories it's about one of the only things that can follow us as a trucker We look back after five years, 10 years, 20, even even one month, and we can reflect, where were we? You know, if you can remember, not only the sites, but the people we've come across, think about that your mind you can go back in time you can travel and what a blessing to be a trucker and recall for example a truck stop in Oregon maybe a night where we watched a football game with some other truckers in the Maybe Denver, Colorado. Me, for example. I watched the, a Super Bowl there. It was pretty cool. There wasn't a seat in the house. This is 24, 25 years ago. Time. What a memory. I didn't know anybody. As a trucker, we really don't know 99.9% of everybody we come across. That's the life we have. It's all time, it's all relevant. You go back in your mind to the Super Bowl in Colorado, where everybody seemed to cheer together and laugh together when the funny commercials were on. It was amazing. It was truckers from all over the place. There was at least 50, 60 truckers crammed in that Flying J. I think it was a Flying J. Crammed in that room, watching the Super Bowl together. And every time a commercial came on, we all laughed. I believe it was the Bud Light Frogs back then if anybody remembers that but it was an amazing day because here I am 20 some years later and I could travel in time right now and I could remember that moment that period I remember calling Ruth Ann from a payphone and telling her what was going on was a great memory as a trucker I can remember so many things just traveling going back I'll never forget the day I was driving for a company called Elderlight. they're no longer in business company of course you guys have all heard me tell you that I was a casket hauler for many years we would run around the entire country and we would unload caskets. Well, there was a day in time that I was emptied out on a Friday in Houston. Now, we know if you're emptying a load on a Friday at three o'clock in the afternoon, four o'clock in the afternoon. And your dispatcher's going home in an hour. And he hasn't found a load yet because he didn't pre-plan you to pick a load up that day. We all know what's coming next. We all know you're going to be sitting till Monday because the company that I work for literally had maybe 70, 80 trucks. And therefore, one dispatcher, and he was going home. And guess where I was gonna sit? Now I can remember this weekend like it was yesterday. It was so amazing. Again, this is going back 20 some years. So picture, if you will, me calling Dwight, was his name, and Dwight saying, you're stuck for the weekend. Okay. Dwight, can I get a hotel? Since I'm going to be sitting here till Monday, can I, can I get a hotel? Absolutely, we'll pay for a hotel. Really cool. Really, really super cool. And they're going to pay me layover. So I'm going to get a layover. And I'm going to get a hotel. Dwight, can I drop my trailer here at the truck stop in Houston and bobtail down to Galveston? It's only 45 miles. You know what, Troy? Go ahead, do that. Not an issue. Get a hotel. Call me Monday morning, and I'll have a load ready for you. Be ready and hooked to your trailer Monday morning. Thank you. I got to tell you. This dispatcher that I had, we butted heads many times over the years, but he was one of those dispatchers that would tell you it's your turn to get screwed. He would not BS you. Every now and then because I was a little bit rammy, he'd wait till five of the hour that he was leaving for the day to give me bad news because then he didn't have to hear me bitching. I don't blame them. I really, truly don't blame anybody that has a driver that's constantly whining and bitching and moaning. Every dispatcher might take care of X amount of drivers, and everybody knows each dispatcher has a small percent of the bitchers, the whiners, the complainers. I was one of those guys. If I didn't get my way, I was bitching. I'll be honest. There was a period where I went through that. So he would, and I got to give him props for this. He would literally like there was times where my only backhaul was a New York City that he could get me, like a Brooklyn. And he would literally get on the phone and he would say, "Troy, today's your day to get screwed. You're getting a Brooklyn." He wouldn't pull any punches. You know that was the best way to deal with me. Don't piss around. Don't pussyfoot around the subject. Come at me and just be straight up. Hey. It's almost like the guy that calls you on the phone. The opposite, rather. The opposite of Dwight was the guy that would call you on the phone and he'd say, how you kids doing? Yeah, how's everything going, man? Yeah, really. Talk about maybe something really, you know, cutesy for a second and then bring up the favor he needs to ask of you. I never appreciated that guy. The guy that calls me and and butters me up, I can always tell. Everybody can tell. What are you? What's the punchline? Well, Dwight didn't have that. And that was what was really the best part about this dispatcher. He didn't call you up and, and shoot the shit with you for a couple seconds just to make you feel at ease till he smacked you with the bad news. He'd call you and he'd say, hey, it's your turn. You're getting at Brooklyn. Yeah, how can you argue with that? How can you argue with the guy that just says, hey, buddy, guess what? You're time to pay your dues. Brooklyn it is. Guess what? No problem. I'll take it. Well, guess what? That day in Houston, Dwight said, "Hey, get a get a hotel, drop your trailer, bobtail down to Galveston, and I'll pay you layover. Have a good weekend." Well, guess what? That time travel, the weekend, Galveston. What an amazing weekend! What a I mean, honestly, let me tell you, I found a hotel that was like <laughs> like a block away from the beach there in Galveston. And I showed up the next morning, which was Saturday, on the beach. Actually, probably wasn't the next morning. It was probably the next midday. So I parked my truck, and I walk onto the beach, and there's this giant cordoned-off area. And I look over, and there's a big stage that was set up, and a concert was about to start. I mean... Seriously, a concert. And I look, and who's standing on the stage waving to me? But a guy named Mike Reno, right? Now, Mike Reno was the, and is to this day, the lead singer of a band called Loverboy. Most of you, a lot of you truck drivers know who Loverboy is. Some of you young guys and gals probably are going, who the hell's Loverboy. That was like me back in the day when my mom and dad would tell me about Frankie Vallier or, or uh, uh, you know, uh, Chuck Barrier. I mean, I knew who they were and all, but I just wasn't into that old 50s and 60s music, you know? Um, but yeah, Loverboy. There's the lead singer of Loverboy. Now, think about this. I'm looking. I'm going to tell you about Loverboy for a second. Uh, Loverboy, back in the 80s. I'm an 80s kid. Loverboy... Was probably for many years The number one or in the top three bands They had like hits like The Kid is Hot Tonight I can't say But anyways This band was like the band And there's a dude with a red bandana on his head As I'm looking whether I want to go in or not He's he's waving me in man He's like come on in man you know, they weren't, the crowd wasn't even big yet. You know, this was like, I, I mean, this was just what you call time travel. Go back in your mind and think about those moments for a second where you're absolute, and I bet you a, million, a million of you guys can go back right now and, and remember a moment when you were trucking that you stumbled upon, upon something like this. It's almost like a, a Forrest Gump moment. You remember how Forrest Gump taught Elvis how to dance? In the movie, he was right there, or he was he was at the marches in Washington, or he was at the, the moment in Vietnam when he saves. Every, every moment was like this moment in time, you know, for Forrest Gump. And this moment was one of my Forrest Gump moments. I'm serious. There I am. And the number one band that I grew up with that y- you would pay like triple price of everybody else for a ticket to their concert was waving to me saying, come on in, man. You know, guess what? I went in and I listened to the entire concert of Loverboy sitting there on Galveston Beach. I mean, tell me that ain't an awesome time travel that I get to go back to every now and then. I'll just sit and reflect on one of those Forrest Gump moments back in time where I wasn't me. I just was that moment. It was like that right place at the right time moment. I'm serious. Imagine that. Where history, and maybe that wasn't really a history moment for many, but for me, it was really cool. I mean, imagine that. A band that you've listened to on the radio, you roller skated to, you, you know, drove your car to all the time, you burned out maybe one of their cassette tapes. That's right. I'm not an 8-track guy. Cassette for me only back then. But time travel, as a trucker, I'm not saying we're better than everybody else, but you truck drivers understand what I'm saying. The moments that we can reflect back on, the times, how about the storms we've gone through? Some of those scary moments, some of the things we've seen. We get to see a lot more. No, we don't know the people we come across most of the time as truck drivers, but that time travel... That's probably one of the things that we love, absolutely love about being a truck driver. To sit down and be able to reflect on Reno, Nevada, Seattle. How beautiful is it from Seattle to Tacoma, running across Washington. How amazing if you got enough years behind your belt to where you've run every country, or every country, what an idiot, Troy. Every state, if you've got the memory of running through different states and you can recall things like the winters in upstate New York, come on. It doesn't get any more picturesque than that. It's a like driving through a freaking postcard. And you as a truck driver have that mind. You have that Forrest Gump moment. You have that time travel in your own mind where you can reflect back on memories most people will never have. You know the memories a truck driver gets, that time travel that we get to go back in our mind and reflect on, most people get that maybe, maybe once a year when they get to go on vacation. That's it. Most people, and some people go on vacation once every five years. And they can remember that day they, they travel with their family, stopping at a McDonald's and on their way into checking into the hotel at the beach and enjoying that week running around with their siblings. But we as a truck driver, it's every day. Every day we can remember coming up on some good memories, some bad memories. I know recently some truck drivers have written in about some accidents they've come across and held people while they died. Not the greatest time travel your mind gets to reflect on. We've had truck drivers tell us how beautiful it was to... Be at a a moment in time where maybe someone was making a speech and they grabbed a cab and went over. Maybe, you know, a lot of truck drivers tell us they carry their fishing rods with them. Imagine planning that out, knowing that you've got an extra day to get somewhere and you purposely set your rig somewhere at a rest area or a truck stop where you know you can hike to a river and fish it. You see those memories we get as truck drivers? They are very 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 special i don't want, again i don't want to say they're better than most but they are definitely more than most one of the advantages if you have the blood for trucking and and we all know it it's not in everybody's body we know we've said it a million times here on the show two out of 3 truck drivers get their cdl or i'm sorry three out of 4 three out of 4 go to the school, they're all excited about getting their CDL because most of them are thinking, I'm gonna get a great job. It's really what it comes down to. But I've often told people, you can pay me $5,000 a week. If I'm not happy, I'm not really gonna stay. What's the use of becoming a 70, 80 year old man someday and sitting back and traveling back in time in your mind and reflecting and saying, boy, I made a lot of money, but I was a miserable prick. Imagine that. And so most people, and I respect those people, The guy that says, I want to get my CDL because I want to make a lot of money, and then I go through the school 160, 180 hours, or a few weeks of school, and I get it, and I get in the truck and I get out there on the road and I go, Oh my gosh, this sucks. I don't want those memories. I don't want to reflect back in time and go through the United States and remember all that without my family with me. I respect that guy. He knows what he wants. It's not in his blood. But if it's in your blood to travel and to be able to sit down and reflect where you've been every week, every month. If you're retired and you sit around telling your grandchildren about Dallas, Miami, Butte, Bangor, Maine, Niagara. If you sit around telling your grandchildren about your memories... You, in a sense, travel through time every time you do it. Yeah, I hope you guys didn't think when I started this podcast tonight that I was some weirdo thinking that we can actually travel through time. We, in a sense, do travel through time if you think about it, but we can't jump in a machine or a car like Michael J. Fox and go back. But we sure do travel through time each day, each week, each month, each year, each decade. Each generation, when you have kids, when you have grandkids, you really have traveled through time. And your memories, your mind allows you to go back in time. It's the beauty of being a human being. And it's the beauty of loving the trucking industry. If you truly love the trucking industry, then I bet your memories are great. If you truly, truly live the lifestyle... Of that cowboy, that truck driver. I guarantee you those memories are awesome. Not every memory is awesome. We know that. We absolutely know that. But there's a reason why when I come home after being out on the road for a couple weeks. That on the second or third day I'm itching to get back in that truck. Because I'm remembering what it's like to be out there. There's a reason why I can't wait to leave my loving wife. And my Family. There's a reason. It's not that I want to leave them, but that road calls us. And we remember in our minds what we're going back to each time we go out. There's a reason why a truck driver that's been over the road for many years finally says, you know what, I'm done. I want to just get a local job and be home every day. There's a reason why in six months he goes back out on the road. Why? Because in his mind, his heart, he's out there for most of us. For most of us. So time travel, yeah. We all can travel through time. But truckers, we have a special travel. We have a very, very special travel. Because each and every day, we meet somebody new. Somebody we may sit and BS with at a truck stop. I'll tell you one more quick story. I was at the Detroiter. Obviously in Michigan. It was my only time there. I was just starting out trucking. And I remember being laid over that night. And I was on the CB, we were BSing, and there was a guy on the CB talking to me and talking to everybody about sharpening knives. See, this is, I'm going back right now. I'm taking you guys right now. In fact, when I, when I tell a story or somebody tells you a story, they don't only go back by themselves in time, they take somebody with them. So when you tell your grandchildren about Reno, Banger, Maine, or uh, uh, Battle Creek, or wherever... You're taking them back in time with you. How amazing is that? So there I am in Detroit, and I'm on the CB, and this guy's—he's advertising. He said, like, "Hey, knife sharpening for X amount of dollars." I forget what it was—five, ten bucks. And I'm—I'm I'm a avid—I don't want to say an avid, but I'm a collector of knives. In fact, have you ever heard of a Miyabi knife? M-I-Y-O-B-I. Miyabi. Miabi knives. Uh, my son just bought me uh, uh, three of them for my birthday. What an amazing gift! You see, these things are amazing. But anyways, going back to Detroit, I'm sitting there at the truck stop, and this driver is talking about knife sharpening. And I believe I had one of my switchblades with me at the time. And he invited me. I got on CBS. I said, "Hey, man, I I could, I'll do it." I was bored. I was like, "Man, I'll just hang out." Went over to his truck. He's sort going of climb up on in there. Got up in his truck, you know. And he had this little knife sharpening kit and everything. Gave him my knife. He just sat down started talking. While he was sharpening. He was an older guy, older than me. I was a young guy. And he just sat there sharpening that knife. And then when he was done with it, he said, here, see if you can shave your arm with it. And I literally scraped off some hair on my arm Literally, he sharpened that thing so good. But when I look back and I think to myself, what a great memory, just sitting there fellowshipping, hanging out with a brother trucker, just innocent talk, you know, learning about knife sharpening. It was so awesome. How cool is that? How cool is it to to be laid over somewhere and to have good, clean conversation about a skill someone might have? and maybe pick up a few tips for your own. He was using a whetstone. He was showing me how he had it sitting there in water, and the way he perfected this one angle, he would run his knife on, you know, so many strokes. He would go, you know, forward, you know, maybe five strokes. I forget the degree he was using, but then he would flip the knife, and he would do the exact same thing on the other side. Was It amazing. It was amazing watching somebody at a skill that they had, While I was enjoying being out there on the road, my skill, or not my skill, but my life as a truck driver. So just imagine, I challenge you to really, really enjoy traveling back in time and taking your family or your friends with you and sharing those memories. I know this, the longer you drive, the more you got them. The more places in time you've got in that mind of yours. The more amazing smiles you can bring out in yourself, your grandkids, your kids, your friends. Those that will sit and actually give you an ear and let you tell it, honestly. And I got to tell you something. The person that sits there smiling, especially that young person that's really eating that up. That's a future trucker probably right there. I'm telling you. I used to sit there listening to my grandfather. Some memories are happy, some are sad. Some will make you smile, some will make you miss people. Time travel. We really do travel as truckers on the tar in our mind. What an amazing life truckers have. Cherish it. Cherish those memories. I'm out of here. Peace. Praise the Lord.